What's going on, everybody? It is me, Tristan. Me, Jackson. We're sitting here with Cordell Holmes. How y'all doing? Owner of Holmes Fitness. And we really appreciate you uh, coming on here, taking some time out of your day to sit and chat with us. I appreciate you guys inviting me. Yeah, no problem. So we're, we're here today down here in your gym at the Y. And uh, just one of my first questions is, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got started. Uh, so like anyone, you know, I started with football, uh, playing at, you know, year to year to year, but then, you know, I started to, you know, have injuries. So then with that, you know, I was like, well, the people that are supposed to be taking care of us when we were playing, you know, didn't really do what they're supposed to do. Uh, and then I was like, well, I want to do better than what they did. So then I went to school, uh, I joined the military. I learned a little bit more. Uh, that's where I started to look ways. And then once I got out, um, I used my GI Bill um, and I went to school for athletic training. Now, that helped me, um, you know, get to where I am now, especially with, you know, looking out for athletes, looking out for individuals who may get hurt. Now I can help with injury prevention. You know, something that, you know, I didn't have when I was growing up or as I was playing sports or trying to be active. So that was one way that I got into it. Yeah, playing with football myself, it's not something that we ever really talked about was injury prevention. It was just, you know, lift weights, get strong, play football, yep. and recover. And uh, there wasn't really much like, talk about how to prevent injuries and things like that. So that's pretty great that you're, you're doing that and kind of bringing that to light. When did, so you said you um, went to the military, you used your GFL to go to school. What, at what point did you start thinking about tra transitioning all that into a business? I want to say probably, see, after I finished junior, uh, junior college. So I did two years when I was up, uh, upstate New York. Um, I got my associates from there. And then I was like, well, you know, I really want to have my own establishment where, you know, I can train individuals. I can help them uh, athletes' performance. I can help them with prevention. And then I can also, you know, train individuals that aren't athletes, you know, to become better. So that's when I first started. And just to get kind of like a timeline, what year was that? Uh, shoot. That was back in uh, 2014. 2014? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, after you went to school, mm -hmm. after you decided you wanted to um, turn this into business, you said you were in Upstate New York. When did you come to Battle Creek? Uh, I came right back. Well, I'm from Battle Creek. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so with the military, you know, you got to travel wherever they got you going. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to upstate New York and then I ended up coming back after I finished um, junior college, which was what, two, two years after that. So I came back in uh, 2013. 2013. Yeah. And so what, what were the first steps that you took when you were like, all right, oh, I went out of my house. What were the first couple things you were like? Uh, the first thing was basically going to Western Michigan get my bachelor's degree in athletic training. And from there, you know, that's where everything that I was dreaming of, you know, started to come true. Um, you know, putting all the pieces together. So when I was up at Western Michigan. And um, so how soon after graduation did you decide to, uh, you know, start your own thing and, and, um, and go from there? I started to mix that in my senior year at Western. Um, I was doing a little bit of personal training uh, me and a buddy of mine, Brian Rudd, um, he let me, you know, shadow a little bit. 
And then, you know, I got my feet wet and then I was like, okay, yeah, I really want to do this. And then that's when uh, the following year, you know, I actually got out and did it on my own. So you were taking clients and while mm-hmm. you were still in school? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That's, uh, that's something I think um, no matter what time that some people don't do that, like they think, okay, I'm going to school. Yeah. I, I got to go to school. Yeah. They don't think, oh, why don't I take this advantage of having access to all these people mm-hmm. around me? that are like-minded, that are trying to do this, and I, you know, you have a service that you can provide them. Why wait? Yeah, well, school, I'm not going to say school wasn't hard. School right, was tough. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what I was doing, personal training-wise, when I, I didn't make my slate full, right? Mm-hmm. I gave me enough time to, you know, family life, uh, working, you know, school work, and then also train individuals at the same time. So, probably like a handful of people. Yeah, uh, that's a good. Just way to get the experience. Out. Yeah, I was yeah. Say, it's a good way to get started and you know really kind of figure out that that's exactly what you want to do. You because know, you know you get started, you get your degree, get a job, and then if training people isn't what you really want to right. do, it's kind of backwards. So it's a good idea to do that, right? And like kind of like how how we had the um, the course in the cohort, they were talking about like you know, prototyping. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yeah. It's been like for us, our prototype kind of still is the car unit and where we're at now and so it's kind of awesome to see that you have the foresight to like kind of do that without having the guidance yeah yeah which is kind of crazy right how we prototype before we even know what a prototype right, yeah. is. took it upon ourselves to be like okay we want to go we want to go down this adventure what do we need to do in the process so that's what we did it's kind of crazy it is so, okay, you got out of school, mm-hmm. had a few clients, yep. when did Holmes Fitness start? Uh, it started actually, I did Choose to Lose here at Battle Creek Black Center. It's a program, um, a weight loss program. All right. Um, you know, from there, you know, I started to build a clientele of groups. So, like, you put on Choose to Lose? Uh, no, I didn't put it on. Oh. Uh, the Y Center put it on, and then, uh, you know, I was one of the trainers that was in the program. Okay. Yep. So, um, you know, the clients came to me. Uh, for specific times and then you know we train once a week and then that's when you know the group training really start So the group training is what you're heavy in now, right? Yes, and as my own business group training in uh, one-on-one Okay, so When you're like because you, you've been saying that you, you start off looking at um, helping athletes and kind of like reforming how athletes work out to kind of repair themselves while they're in there, right? Yeah. So the, um, when I had a handful of uh, individuals, uh, one-on-one clients, you know, I had maybe one or two kids, uh, student athletes, and then um, I had some adults. But then, you know, I noticed that, you know, during the school year or when the season comes back, you know, the kids tend to fall off. You know, I had to find out a way to make, you know, extra income yeah. when I not train kids. And then that's where the adult, you know, boot camps took over. So training with groups, um, adults doing the boot camps, uh, group training, that's where like it started to elevate. It's, uh, it's been crazy seeing all the, like a lot of people have been doing it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy the um, amount of traction that you guys have been bringing in. Just in the past, I think like, 12 months is, I've, I started seeing the first thing that you had was like 12 months ago. And then yeah. so now I see it all the time. Yeah. 
Business has bloomed since the first time I started. So, so how, how many um, group classes do you have right now? Um, I have um, about 12, 12 a week. Uh, so that's basically my program or commitment. It's uh, unlimited. So you can come to any of those 12, 12 um, classes. So you don't have to come to the same one? No. Every, no so no, you, you no. can say, oh, you can mix it up. this Thursday I'm booked, so I can go Friday. Yeah. Okay, that's great. So what, what time are these classes normally taking place? Um, I have one in the morning and then in the evening. Uh, some days I have uh, two mornings, so like at six o'clock. And then from there it's a nine, and then in the evening it's a six. So try to hit those times before individuals go to work and then when they get out of work. Right. Okay, that's pretty smart. And so earlier you kind of mentioned some of the uh, student athletes. Mm -hmm. um, so is that one of your, like I guess, target markets? Or do, you, do you look for student athletes to train or do they come find you? Um, that's the end goal is, you know, have individuals come seek me out, but no, I still, you know, seek them out. Um, word of mouth has been my biggest asset so far. Um, I probably will never go away from that because it's always word of mouth. Right. Yeah. You no know, social media was something that, you know, hit real big for everybody, but, you know, you can see it, but then if you don't have nobody who experienced it, they can't really talk about it. So. If they experience it, talk about it, then you got that word of mouth for you. And they're more, you know, tempted to go try it than just watching a video. They might be intimidated by the video. Right. Um, one thing that I saw that you do is you have challenges, right? Like yep. Weight loss challenges. Can you talk a little bit more how you integrated that into what you do? Uh, so I'll try to make it interesting for everybody who partake in the challenges. Um, the first one that I did was kind of uh, like, how strong are you challenge? Right, so uh, that was the first one I did. Um, it involved, you know, a little bit of measurements, uh, weight, but the main focus was basically seeing how much, you know, you can lift. Because um, I don't want everyone to base their numbers off the of scale. The scale, you know, fluctuate from right. time to time. You know, it can lie to you. Right, muscles, right, yeah. right there. <laughs> more than fat, you know. You can have a lot more water one day. Yeah. So um, that was a real big, that was a good challenge for everybody. Um, I would say that was a stepping stone challenge for me um, to see, you know, what it can actually bring to the clientele and how they, you know, re they respond. Um, and then the next one was, see, that's when I did a weight loss challenge that actually involved a scale. And then, you know, that's where, you know, some individuals were like, oh, you know, down themselves because, yeah. you know, the scale was up. But I was like, you know, Scale is not always right. You know, look at your body. Yeah. Um, base your results on what your body looks like, not, you know, the scale. If you feel good, look good, then damn it, you good, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So um, that was another one. I was like, okay, maybe a scale challenge isn't the right one. So then I did a no scale. <laughs> um, that was challenging for people too, because, you know, you didn't have to always win. So. Right. We not win? No, no, we not win. It's a no-scale challenge, right? Um, so that was interesting too. And now I got a game on challenge. Okay, that's my last one that I'm doing right now. Um, I actually incorporated sports teams. Okay, um, you pick one high school football team. You pick a college football team. Well, local high school, mm. and then you pick an NFL team. Okay, 
Um, you have a possibility of 15 points from those teams if they win. If they lose, you get negative three. Um, so it's an accountability challenge. Weight loss will come because you know you got to eat good in order for it to come towards points. You got to drink the water that you need daily in order to count up points. So that's a way of keeping people accountable in uh, losing weight without a scale. Right. So. That's that's actually really really cool because you're you're implementing something that a no one has control over. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody can get behind real quick and be like, oh yeah, well, yeah I'm rooting for them because you know, I, got, I got points. Because right. you, know, you want those points, yeah. obviously. Um, but also, like you said, they lose, it's, it's going to yeah. bring you back. Yeah. So you got to work harder. And so, I mean, most of the time, it's a 50-50 toss-up. So. Mm-hmm. Unless you pick a certain team. <laughs> they go mm-hmm. right all the time. It's like, let me see. I think one person, a team picked uh, Clemson, right? They're 3-0 right now, yeah. right? And then another uh, another team picked the Patriots. I think they're 3-0 right now too. So, you know, you got a team right there that's winning con- consistently until they lose. So, so how you do know, you stacking up the points, stacking up the points. How do you combat that? If you know there's going to be certain teams uh, out there that are going to just constantly be in the Well, they got, that's, that's where you have, you know, you have the high school. May not win, yeah. right? Or you have the NFL team that may not win, or the college that may not win. Mm-hmm. So. so you mentioned drinking the right amount of water mm-hmm. you're supposed to every day. Mm-hmm. How much is that? Uh, so that's about half your body weight in ounces. Okay. Uh, usually I stick to a gallon or more. So about a gallon and a half. Now, does that um, fluctuate? Based on body type, or is that just like a pretty good standard? Pretty good standard. Okay. Gallon of water a day. Yep. You don't drink it down in one sitting and make yourself sick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That and then uh, a lot of people, you know, say, "Well, I'm constantly going to the bathroom." Well, yeah, your body got to get adjusted to drinking all the water because maybe you weren't drinking enough water at first. So just give it time, you know, and then your body adapts, and then you won't be going to the bathroom. Okay. Body start using it, yeah. so they'll just get it. Yeah. Um, I know there's something else I want to know. So you have your group classes, mm-hmm. you got your personal training. What is one of the next steps that you want to do? Um, well, I got into training as well. Okay. So I still do uh, sports performance, even though I didn't talk about it. Um, so I do more one-on-one with the athletes now. Um, I have a few, I have a group of maybe you know, three or four kids, but, uh, the man has been the one-on-one. Uh, the next step for me is probably to continue to grow, man. That's any business. Right. Yeah. If you're not growing, you're not succeeding. So just grow, keep growing. What's what's one program you think you want to implement next? Another program? Mm-hmm. Whether it's like a challenge. Oh, okay. Or, um, or like a certain class or whatever. So right now I got, I have Box to Burn. Okay. That's one of my um, classes that I have. It's an exclusive class. Um, I'm gonna bring that over to the unlimited program. So then, you know, everybody can sign up for it. Uh, but it's gonna be limited space. So, you know, you gotta tell me that you're reserving a spot in order to come. Cause I don't wanna, you know, say, oh yeah, just show up and then I have no bags right. for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's already, so that's already in play. But getting, you know, getting people more used to having that class available. So how do you, how 
what techniques, things, what do you use to get, like, think of these new concepts? Yeah, right. Because I think that's one of the things that people struggle with in fitness is it's either they plateau or they mentally get burned out because it's like, oh, it's like, like a hamster running around a wheel. Like, it's like, oh, I feel like I'm just doing the same thing. So how do you change it up? Can't give away secrets. But no, I try to keep it interesting for them all the time. Um, try not to repeat the same exercises, you know, every day. Uh-huh. Um, each, uh, each week is something different. Um, you know, you always work on you know upper body, lower body, but you know, I don't do the same exercises um, from day to day. So you so you talked about some of your performance training. Is that something you want to get more into and develop more of? Is is more than just like the the weight training, but like the whole you know there there's like college athletes that when they're getting ready for the draft they go to performance centers. Is that something that you would like to do? Maybe not that scale, but more local for like high school uh, athletes. Absolutely, um, that's been one of my goals. Uh, actually, one of my dreams, I would say, to um, you know have a space where you know I'm producing these athletes that are ready for college, ready for the NFL. Um, but then, you know, what about the day-to-day people, uh-huh. right? Um, it's the backbone of America, right? Yeah, yeah. So they always got to be ready for work. So, you know, actually, I enjoy getting the individuals that come to my class ready for work, life, whatever it is. Maybe just, to, you know, um, spend time with their kids, right? Um, I have a few clients that, you know, are older. Um, and they actually enjoy, they don't come to class, they do one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's it's part of their regiment, you know, so they can, you know, function on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I have the opportunity to work with them. And I can tell by the way you, you know, speak and kind of how, how you, I've seen you operate from afar, that um, you as a physical trainer is gonna get people in that right mindset. You're gonna be able to tell them, you know, the right things at the right time to get them through a workout. And I'm damn sure know you're probably going to hold them accountable too. Always, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to hold them accountable, yeah. Because uh, if not, you know, they tend to, you know, they want to, they want to have, you know, some type, some type of structure, mm-hmm. right? And then that's where, you know, with the group training, the boot camps and stuff like that, um, that's where the structure comes from. So they don't have to, you know, you know, dang, what exercise am I supposed to do? You know, how am I supposed to train to get ready for this? Just come on down, I got you. Right. Okay. That's good. Oh, yeah. And I, I think one of the things I really like is uh, I get the, the feeling that you are pretty inclusive for everybody. You know, like you said, you have some older clients that, that are just basically doing it so they can stay active. Yeah. And then, and you even mentioned that you're, you know, you have a whole bunch of people that are, are not athletes. They're just people that want to get into shape or, mm-hmm. or or just, you know, be normal and, and not, you know, sit around and be stagnant. So I think that's that's pretty great because I think a lot of times when people think of the gym or, you know, they see home fitness, they're like, oh man, he's huge. I have to be like that if I really enjoy it. And I, and I think that intimidates some people. And uh, it's really great that it's it's not actually that way and it's very inclusive. Honestly, they shouldn't be intimidated to me. They should be intimidated with the women that's in the class because <laughs> um, they can actually bring it. So, you know, I have a handful of guys, and then, you know, most of my uh, clientele is female. Uh, so, like, you'd be surprised at, you know, the work that they can put in. 
compared to the guys. Well, they come into class and like, oh man, this is nothing. This is a bunch of girls in here. Nah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not the case. Well, not I the think case. just in general, people underestimate themselves mm -hmm. because they've never, you know, it, a lot of times you've never been in a serious organized sport where you have to push yourself and you do that and you, and you you know, you're working out and playing to the point of exhaustion because most of the time people don't do that sort of thing. They just go lift some weights and then go home. Right. Um, but it's, it, you know, people would be really surprised at what you can, uh, how much you can lift, like you said, how strong are you challenging? But there's a ton of people that didn't know they could lift that much because it's hard to do it when you're only working out by yourself because you're never going to push yourself because you, you know, you're by yourself. You have to leave something there. And so that's, I think it's, it's just something that everybody should should experience once or twice in their life is just, you know, working out to their fullest. Assessing their limitations, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, do you have any more questions? I think that might be it. Yeah, so we always ask the same two questions, kind of wrap up the interview. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Um, so, one, what is some advice that you can give to people or um, that are either you know, starting a business, looking to do their everyday life, or maybe, you know, trying to try get to the next step in their fitness. And then two, um, what is one of the biggest failures or setbacks in your life that actually ended up being something that propelled you forward in a, a much greater way? Um, so to hit up on the first one, you know, always believe in yourself, right? Um, the first step is knowing that you need to make a change. And then from there, you know, actually getting in the door to actually do it. Um, a lot of people, you know, tend to talk about it. Right. So, you know, yeah, talking about it is, is one of those steps, but it's only only a little bit. So, you know, once you come to the door and actually, you know, start to exercise or um, start to write down, you know, the type of business that you want, then, you know, that's when you're taking the next step that you're actually, you know, trying to make it come true. Um, it's been... It's been like a long, short journey for me. Um, you know, thought about it. You know, I didn't. I'm not a, a write-down person. You know, I tend to think about it a lot. You know, everything comes up in my head. I'm, dang, I should have wrote that down. But at the same time, you know, if I implement it quick enough, you know, I don't have to write it down. Um, so you know, always believe in yourself. Make that first step. Um, towards whatever your goal is, weight loss or starting a business. And then, you know, never, never get stagnant, right? It's easy, it's easy to get stagnant when you start to see the clientele come in. You start to see some money, and you know, you don't want to change nothing. Because it's like, well, okay, I'm here, I got money coming in, I was fine. No, you know, you get stagnant, it gets boring. And then, you know, you don't want to work hard anymore. So I never get stagnant. And that's what brought that success to the end, is that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, second one. What was the second question? Well, what is um, one of the biggest failures or setbacks that actually ended up being a positive? Mm -hmm. um, so one thing that we always say, we went to a, a show once, sold zero. Yep. But we, that brought us together and gave us enough time to like, basically launch our business to the next level. And so like, what, what was one of those kind of like focal points in here? Um, I would have to say it wasn't a, a setback. Well, kind of sort of setback. 
So like I mentioned about, you know, training your kids, um, you know, that's where my heart was, but then I also see them drop. So when I saw them drop, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? Because this is the income that, you know, I had coming in, but you know, as that door closed, another door opened for me. So there will always be a door open as long as your mind is open to, you know, new things. So I took the opportunity to, you know, start training in the women. Um, and then from there, you know, I started to train women and guys together. So having that open mindset. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for uh, letting us come into your gym, hang oh, out with you, talk. And uh, is there anything you want to like plug or say to anybody? Yeah. Where, where can they find you? you on social media? Where can they find me on social media? Um, so Homes Fitness LLC, that is my uh, Facebook page, my business page. Um, I kind of use Instagram, but not really. Um, I saw that, you know, I had more, I had more clientele coming off of Facebook than I had Instagram. So Facebook is my main one. All right. Sweet. Well, you heard it. Homes Fitness LLC on Facebook. Check it out. Um, he's got great stuff. And uh, I mean, if you're plugged into the Battle Creek community, y'all, I guarantee you, you know, someone who goes to one of his classes and yeah. posts about him all the time. Because that's one thing you have is a great following of people that post about your business all the time. Yeah, which shows a lot about you that they believe in your product, you. Right. Yeah. So, hats off to you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you. Like I said, thanks for letting us on. And um, that's it for tonight, everybody. Thanks for coming down and uh, take it easy.